0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Cry Havoc. This week's guest is the person I came out of. So um, this was a fun one. I actually enjoyed it and uh, hope you all enjoy the episode as much as I enjoyed coming out of it. I don't know. That's not right. But we're leaving it in. So this week starts the Fox's Lair open mic Wednesday, December 15th starting at 8 30 it might be 9 p.m. but 8 30 we're going with it ej mac will be the host i am super excited personally for this open mic i think it's going to be a great thing for augusta to have another actually comedy specific open mic so if you got a guitar get your ass out of here unless your name's dan dana um but yeah and then January 9th starts the um, workshop at La Chat Noir for comedians, so we'll have that to look forward to as well, and uh, everybody, I hope you enjoy this episode. Now imagine, you are tripping absolute dick on mushrooms. I guess I need to pick it up with my own
1: butthole. <laughs> It feels like a magic trick because some people (laughs) (laughs) happen. Why are you asking such deep questions? She gets on there; it's fine. All the attention on the podcast. <laughs> wait, we you don't have, have to stay no, just, just now. <laughs> okay. Click. There we go. Take one.
0: Um, I was going to wait till Brittany was done chewing, but. The conversation was getting too good, so.
1: Look, if they've if they've listened to the podcast, they know I'm either going to be eating or laughing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, or entering through a loud doorway, or yes. calling me, or <clears throat> some sort of. But I like, um, I've had, pretty much every podcast has had some natural background noise to it. Try and keep it casual. You've listened, right? Like, at least yeah. to a couple of them.
2: Yeah, I haven't listened to all of them, but I've listened to um gosh, I can't it starts with an R. She's Rhonda? Wrote, Rhonda. Yes. Yeah. I listened to Rhonda's. I've listened to a couple of Britney's. Obviously I listened to Lilliam's. I listened to um, I'm trying to think of what other ones i can't think of what other i've listened to at least one more thing. this
0: um second episode that i just did with evan episode 22 i think it is was it's one of my favorites so far yeah that i've done yeah it was good and then um since i started doing the fake ads i really enjoyed
2: the fake putting, ads are funny. Mm-hmm. yeah i like them
0: they're funny <laughs> and um started uploading those to YouTube. Evan is working on making me a full-on website, because he's going to school for that right now. Oh, okay. So, he's doing that for free as a school project thing. So, that's cool. Like I said, I started putting my Instagram on the podcast, which is like, just to... Because that's one thing I noticed when I was in Austin, is how important Instagram or some kind of social media is, because mm-hmm. if I meet another comedian... And they're like, oh, yeah, this is my, you know, or if I see somebody on stage and they're like Instagram handle or, you know, look up their name on Instagram real quick and then hit follow. And all of a sudden I know, like when they're doing a thing or, you know, what they're up to or if they've got a podcast or.
2: And the people that they follow, if you follow (laughs) them as well, sometimes people will just follow you back. Mm -hmm. Right. And you'll get more and more More. followers that way.
0: Right. Yeah. (coughs) Um, Are you on Twitter? No, that's the one. Cause like
1: he's doing it like one on. at a time, yeah. like because he's got he's yeah. you're not very good at self promotion. As terrible far terrible social media. media yeah, social I, media. Goes. I can't
0: imagine having more of them. If Instagram didn't mm-hmm. auto post to Facebook, like I probably wouldn't. You can stop it from doing that. No, I mean if it didn't do that, oh, it okay. that would suck oh, okay. because mm-hmm. I would have to post on both and I would. Yeah. You can auto post to I Twitter from the was, Instagram too. Okay, well I might do that then gotta get it all connected to the same email, create one under the comedy email, and then, um...
1: Yep, keep it all together.
0: Start doing that, but, like, also, Instagram, you can't exactly, like, plug a podcast link. You have to get, like, a screenshot, and then, put a it, and then put it in yeah. the description, <laughs> and, and no. now I have to write a bio for, or a caption for a picture, and, like, <laughs> why can't I just... I like. That's what one I told button. him I said
1: you need like an Instagram class. I'm like,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a yoga chick. She did an Instagram growth growth video, and that's what I send everyone whoever needs like promotion stuff. I'm like, nah, look, this is like a perfect little synopsis of how to hack Instagram to get to get up there, like just to skyrocket.
4: We usually find a meme or we make a meme for whichever for the week. Yeah, and we blast it out everywhere. Okay. So, we, we, get yeah, we do a meme for every episode. Yeah. And it's usually pertinent to that episode. So, you guys have a
2: podcast? Yeah, I'm not going to talk yeah. about any details because <laughs> you're probably going to be using my real name. So, if you don't want to use my real name or our <laughs> real life uh, association, then we can talk about the podcast, but otherwise...
0: <laughs> See, here comes an interesting message. <laughs> <decision. laughs> ah, right? I feel like... <sighs>
1: Not your strong suit either, making Choices. <laughs> um, no, right.
0: But, like, interesting. Well, those, are, get, those are two separate... Is it just the, the podcast is just a separate thing? You just don't want to... Because, like, I think I would rather talk about other stuff than the podcast and you can tell me about the podcast sure. off the air yeah we sure, can do
2: that funny. i mean it's yeah.
4: very not safe for work i mean it, okay you know, it's, it's got gotcha like, i keep yeah. that part of my life
2: okay. completely separate from the part I get of my that. life where people know that i'm a midwife i get and that yeah yep. that's a my, big part my like, real name my, and my career, location yeah. that is not, my um, career
1: um, so vibes. that's why i don't okay. say like
4: her anonymity is very important mm-hmm. to, to what's going on
0: it's Seems like a difficult task to mm-hmm. maintain anonymity,
4: especially through a medium like a podcast. Which it's it, it it's is doable. There's it's been a doable, couple of times though. where we've had to go back and edit some things out and switch right. some things around, and
2: yeah, yeah. There was there was a an incident where um, I got doxed recently, but see that's what I'm saying. Fortunately, it's I found out. I was told about it within hours, and things were pulled. But that's, we can. Mm-hmm.
0: That's what I told Brittany when um, there's been these fucking Facebook groups called like Women Wild and Out and stuff like that, and they it was basically just like a gossip group, and uh, for people in Augusta, mm-hmm. and like there have been people that posted things on there about like their abusive boyfriends or something like that, and then people would take a screenshot of that and send it like to it the abusive boyfriend, and, and like. Yep. Just, I always say, like, if you don't want somebody to hear something... Anonymous. If you if there's certain people you don't want to know something, then probably don't put it on the internet at all. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you can...
4: More power to you. I don't think that but, that incident didn't have anything to do with the podcast. No, that it wasn't no. about the podcast. It was a separate incident all yeah. with a, a different thing. But, yeah, we, we try to keep her as anonymous as possible
3: yeah
2: <clears throat> but if we want to like use our like in real life relationship in my real name then we'll just not yeah. talk about that well it'd be hard
0: not to mention <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so i think we'll just stick
4: with just leaving that for some time else um mm-hmm. but it's good to talk about because we have started one also it's good to you can talk you can back about and forth things. about yeah. what works best for you and what you know what right what kind of works best for everybody. Yeah. So well we could like talk about like the process Right,
0: right, not ever mention yeah. the name yeah. or the content at, um, or anything. We just yep. hit
2: twelve hundred downloads. Jeez, nice. See, <laughs> we exactly yep. hundred a Start week to
1: bounce
2: up. Yeah, we get, yeah about
4: hundred a week. It's not. We're still not crazy. Right? Yeah, still but
2: the crazy, right? the thing is that some of the people that we've interviewed have people all over the country, and yeah. sometimes even all over the world that they know. Yeah. So when they. Put it out there, then right. the people that they know That's listen. That's a
4: good yeah. point. That's yeah. a good thing. Like like you talked about cross promotion effect, things, like yeah. That. right? Yeah. Find somebody out there. I mean, find somebody in the industry that you have a contact with. We've got three people that we're putting together. We need to put together the outline because we've got two people in the
0: intergalactic space Jew
4: industry, very big people in the
0: intergalactic industry.
4: space Jew industry that we are doing it. Uh, you are going to have to... Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Well, we're, we have two... Dang it. We have two people in the industry. Do you edit these? I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Please. I'm sorry. I'm doing a note. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. But we have two people in a pretty big... Um,
2: that are pretty large manufacturers. Pretty large manufacturers. manufacturers.
4: Yeah, that we're going to tap into. Hell yeah. And a third is has a small shop in California, but he has a huge... Following on social media. Yeah, so please edit that. Sorry. <laughs>
0: please edit yeah. that. Yeah,
4: <laughs> just mention edit as many times as possible,
0: just to make the editing even more difficult. No. I'm gonna leave in all the parts where we talk about editing it out because I, like I like that kind of shit. How much do you um, edit? It only what necessary. Yep. It. I spend probably 30 minutes on editing. <laughs> so for yeah, like a two hour episode. But she does a lot. Of, she does all of our. Yeah,
2: I just go what in. What software and,
0: are you on? Audacity or?
2: Um, I use GarageBand.
0: Oh yeah, that's right. You got all the um,
2: Apple stuff. That's yeah. Nicest. I use GarageBand. We've got two mics. We brought our. Um, mixer. We brought our mixer, which cool. he bought without talking to me. Oh. Cool. It, was, <laughs> it was a large expenditure. Mm, okay. Um, so evidently that should be an end of the line mixer, like, yeah, all right. Um, but, hey, you're already yep, there. You, yep, at we're least there. You have no. it, yeah. Um, we've got inputs for four mics. We Are only you? own two mics right now, but we've Gosh. got inputs for four mics. We've got inputs for four headphones. We've got Bluetooth input. We've got um, phone input so we can do like Zoom call, phone call inputs. It's got like four or five pages of eight buttons each for sound effects Dang. and oh, sound cool. music and yes. stuff like that there's Presets. all these little tweaks that you can do to the sound like really to make cool. it sound you know yeah do redu- a esser to reduce those s's because my s's are really sharp okay um and like taking the sharpness off your s's and like reducing like it's called um Fast attack sounds. You know, if you have dogs that bark in the neighborhood, it'll mute it out. Nice when it happens. Just the
4: mixer does that. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! <clears throat> if you have a sharp noise, it'll, it'll yeah, didn't it? If you
2: have a low it's level dead. noises like an air conditioner or a fan that cuts on, there's a different setting that it'll you put it, it on out. and it'll just yeah. it'll just smooth that all out. Yeah. Um, and then we used to run it through. There's a a website called Offonic. That'll just level out the sound, and cut out some of the white noise sound and like clean up the the sound. Cool. Um, I think you can do two hours a month for free, and then after that it's paid. And we were paying for it for a little while. Yeah. Just because we noticed, like I would move towards the mic and it get really loud, and I'd move away and it get really quiet, and then you couldn't even hear it. And then yeah. he was a little more even. So we would just run it through Alphonic, and it would. Level it out.
4: Huh? That's interesting. And you Mm -hmm. get what? Do you get like two
2: hours free a month? Right. Right. Yeah. And then it was like fourteen dollars a month. Yeah. I think.
4: Who does? Who do you do your uh, hosting? Podbean. We go through Red Circle.
2: Okay. Which started off free and Sorry. it's not free anymore. Yeah, yeah. well, Podbean mm-hmm.
0: isn't either. Podbean's I think fifteen a month, or you can get uh you can get for ten a month if you go to sixty or uh, six months at a time or a year at a time or something. It goes down, down to, to do. ten bucks a month, but just you know one of those things. You just gotta like put down like xbox live gold yeah <laughs> like <laughs> yeah well, if it's something that you're into and you have fun right with, then and i'm, even, I'm definitely know. gonna do it yeah yeah so. that's
4: what we talked about like because we started out with red circle and it was it was free yeah and it was fine but then they said they were going to start charging you're, you're going to get more analytics of, you know a few more right. analytics and things like that so and we enjoy doing it so we just, we'll just go ahead and do it you know right yeah we really enjoy it why does poppy do analytics are they really good about that They're pretty good, yeah. Um, I get, like,
0: how many downloads, how much per week, how many listeners, how many um, followers on their app, which nobody uses, but, Mm -hmm. like, um, and they do distribution for everything, so I've got it on just about everything. Some stuff is a pain in the ass, like Apple and stuff,
4: but, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Apple was a pain in the ass for us too. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, Apple was a pain in the ass for us too because they were the. I think they were the main ones that had you had to submit and they had to review it. Mm-hmm. Your first yeah, one, right? And, and it might just be a while, um, couple of days because mine I have to
0: label as explicit. Just yeah, because right, yeah. I don't censor. Right. you know, f bombs mm-hmm. or stuff. But um, yeah, have y'all done any promoting? promotion for it like paid for any promotion or anything or it's just um the only
2: thing we did was when we hit a thousand downloads we gave away two t-shirts nice um we had people like we said like on our instagram if you like and tag somebody that might be interested and um i'm trying to leave leave a meaningful comment not just the word comment or something then you could get up to three entries Cool. And then on Twitter, it was similar. If you retweet it, if you tag somebody, and if you leave a comment, then you could get up to three entries. We only have one person that yeah. did it on Twitter at all. Okay, but, <laughs> um, and, but on Instagram, I brought John a hat, and I was like, here's the here's the hat. And he's like, come on, like how many are there? Like four? And I'm like, well, it's one of them it was our friend who did three entries. And I'm like, but no, like... Yeah. I had a whole handful. Right. So it was it was pretty cool to see that. Yeah, I was surprised that um, it seemed like Twitter was taking off a lot more, but we're getting a lot more interactivity mm-hmm. through Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay.
4: That's another thing. Um, just T Public. Upload your design to T Public. It's yeah. it's free. It's always there. For you know, like your shirt, you can put it on yeah. a shirt, stickers, right, mugs, okay. everything stickers. like that. You know, wear yeah. your shirt out to your comedy wear shows. Wear your shirts to your shows.
0: You it's know? my own face. I
4: don't want to. do Doesn't that.
1: matter. It doesn't it's matter. It's a, it a matter. badass. It doesn't design. matter. People see it. You know,
4: yeah. people see it. You know, people see it. You know, get some stickers. Pass there some you go. First crop yeah. top yeah. buddy Yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> get so. some stickers and pass them out to people at your shows. Yes, that I
0: have been wanting to do for a very long time is make stickers.
1: Mod Inc.
0: Yeah, just Even the buttons. 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 You buttons know, things like that. Yeah. Pretty yeah. dope. All the kids love um, buttons these days again. Mm-hmm. It's back in mm-hmm. style. That they do. Uh, but I think cross-pollination is definitely the way to go there. Um,
4: which, I wonder... Nah, don't worry. I, you know... <laughs> I, I got huge spikes. You paid for... Facebook, you paid for something. Facebook ads, and that just kind of went nowhere. We did one little, Mm -hmm. not even any views,
2: no extra Mm. likes, no extra people following the page. It did nothing. We quit
4: that real quick. You know where I got a lot? We got a lot of Reddit, Reddit. Yeah, Mm
2: -hmm. go to a
4: if you have a podcast or you know a show where you talk about something extensively or you know. Like we do reviews sometimes
3: and yeah. I'll go to that, so particular that particular area and I'll yeah, say like, okay. Hey, we reviewed this,
4: check right. it out.
2: You gotta be really careful though, because some of those subs will yeah, ban right. you mods, for self self promotion. So you've gotta be really careful what the rules what, for yeah, that see what their um, guidelines subreddits are. are. Yeah.
4: Right. And sometimes you can contact the mods or one of the mods and be like, Hey, you know, this is Just not I'm not making sure. any we're not monetized. Right. Cash we do of an ad this ad or anything like thing, that. But, but just, I just want you know, I just want to put this out there. People want to listen to it. You know, hear our, hear our thoughts. Yeah. And we got big spikes from that. A couple of our episodes went from the bottom of the list to you know the top of the list in no time.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah, we're up to like four pages of countries. Okay. Including mm, that's like cool. Malaysia and yeah. Lebanon. Oh, do you, do you, and you guys can, do?
4: Do you guys weird. Can, you, can you see
2: countries? on the I world? don't think I can. Yeah, that's one of the yeah, metrics that like red circle gives us. You should us. be able
1: to though.
2: Even when you yeah, free, we got
1: your Facebook page. Your comedy, your podcast page has that. Yeah. I know Facebook analytics are. I did
3: by um, country. so I
0: joined a podcast group on Facebook <clears throat> that was supposed to be for promoting. promoting. They just post their own podcast, and basically that just kind of seems there like all there is. There is a subreddit
4: it. on um, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. podcast promotion that right. you can
0: go to, it if you want to. Um, But uh, somebody was on there, and they posted a thing about how they were writing their master's thesis on podcasts, and they asked if anybody would be willing to get interviewed over Facebook Messenger, Mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, sure. Um, Mm -hmm. Turns out it was some girl from Italy doing her master's at, um, shit, somewhere fancy. It was a very fancy name, like Winchester or Windsor Mm -hmm. or something fancy, I don't remember. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, I'm in a paper somewhere.
4: Our number four or five country is Japan. Nice. Heck, yeah. Japan is just like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Six. Oh, it's It's number number six six now? now.
2: United States, United Kingdom, Canada, Norway. (laughs) Heck, yeah. (laughs) Australia, Japan, Germany, Ukraine, New Zealand, Sweden. I would be interested to know. Um.
4: Some of those things have very. Some of those countries have super small numbers. By the way, right? It's not yeah, what it's like
3: around. six. Yeah, <laughs> right. but still, but still, somebody, somebody over there yeah. is listening.
2: What? Did you know there's a country yeah. called Jersey? Yeah, because I didn't. because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well, it popped you... up on there, and there's two <laughs> downloads from Jersey. Yeah, we have okay. the New... country, not the po- not. <laughs> How do you think they came up with New Jersey?
0: There
2: had to be an old one, right? There
4: had to be one before. This. <laughs> You're absolutely
0: right. thousand <laughs> percent. So just to. Just to switch to the thing, the other thing that I said we would talk about instead of the (laughs) thing that I said we weren't going to talk about that we spent 18 minutes on now. (laughs) Which, um, but your other, your main business. My main life? Your main life is, um, fisting people for money. But... (laughs) Obviously, there's more to it. There's a lot of people
2: (laughs) that my hands never entered their body. Okay. Well, that's good. That's
3: good.
0: Um, But at very, like, at bare minimum, there is a fist in there. I get that some babies don't have an arm. Like, some are born (laughs) one-armed. But most of the time, it's at least two. Three if you're in there. And then if the baby's coming out with one arm... That's just the point. <laughs> yes. most of the time um, they
2: come out all on their own, and I don't have to go in after them.
0: Right, but there are two baby fists inside of a woman's vagina. <laughs> yes, oh
2: at 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 a at a
4: point. Yes. During. The well, break, would you call yes. it a fist if it's open? It
0: just well, that's I, true. Sometimes I, isn't, yeah, it's fisting, isn't fisting usually <laughs> the m- most narrow? Like I don't think I don't think I've ever done like a full pow! Like
3: Thanos.
4: <laughs> like... Well, the, the, that one's the warm-up.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: I mean, the one you're talking about, the one with the, the four fingers and the open, the, open the, mouth, like the, what is it? the what? shadow puppet, some kind yeah, of thing Yeah, that's or... like the speculum. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <or> the <laughs> demogorgon, like closed mouth. That's just, that's just warm-up,
0: though. Um, well, yeah, I guess if you're having a baby out of there, it's probably a uh, it's probably big enough to just... just well,
2: I mean, mm. John's fist is about the size of an I average baby than, head. No, it's
0: less Gotta than... It's got to be t-tune. smaller than that. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen a newborn baby skull, but...
2: I mean, the average baby is between, like, 12 and a half and 14 inches diameter.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, like... And I know you've probably, you've definitely told me before, but for those, the listeners, what got you into midwifery and is it, was it just having the babies and then you're well, like... Well, I
2: love to tell this story because it started when I was really young that I was fascinated with pregnancy and pregnant women and, and birth and babies and all of that stuff. I remember I was about eight years old and one of grandma and grandpa's friends came over and she was like hugely pregnant mm-hmm. and she was wearing a dress. Now yeah. when you're, you know, hugely pregnant, right. and you're wearing a dress. It's just like hanging away from your body. You know? Right. And I remember they were standing out in the driveway talking and I kept going and pretending to pick up rocks so I could try and look up her oh dress to see what was <laughs> going on up there. Like I wanted to know what was <laughs> happening with this big belly. Yeah. You know, um, Grandma was never shy about showing me anatomy drawings in medical right. books and yeah. stuff. Like I knew, I knew the parts. I just didn't know how it all worked together. Yeah. And then you know when I had your brother and you and Lillian, like I just did what the doctors told me to do. Like I didn't considered that there would be another way to do things right and when it was it was when um lillian was like a year old and i was having migraines and i needed to take this medication so i contacted lilaceli because she was still breastfeeding yeah and I wanted to know about... That's
0: the milk club for you non-Spanish speakers. <laughs>
2: That's right. It's a, it's a mother-to-mother peer support group for breastfeeding women.
4: Is it called Le Leche League?
0: League. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's the
4: League of Extraordinary Boobies. It's almost like a, like
2: a soccer team. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's That's like right. a soccer division. Yeah. That's right. Um, and so I contacted them to find out if this medication was going to be safe. And they invited me to a meeting, and I met my tribe. Yeah. Like that was that was the turning point for me yeah was meeting these other women who not only like were wanting to breastfeed their babies, but they also like homeschooled, they home birthed. Yeah. they enjoyed being around their children. And it weird. was weird. Gentle parenting and like attachment parenting stuff. Baby wearing, you know the the whole thing, and my mind was just like, poof, my mind was blown. Yeah. Like you mean there's another way other than letting my baby cry and bang his head until he vomits to make him go to sleep? Well, that's what the book said. And there's another way besides beating the crap out of my kid when they don't do what I tell them to do. Look, you mean there's I something else? I still
0: bang my head against the wall till I vomit to go to sleep. Are you kidding
2: me? <laughs> So, um, the, all of my... I, I became a leader pretty quickly, which they have an accreditation process to accredit leaders who are really just like moderators, facilitators, but they're also volunteers and they can go to people's homes and help them with breastfeeding problems and stuff. And um, I think it was about a year process
0: yeah.
2: to get my um, accreditation, and I did that. And my co-leaders had all had home births
0: yeah and or jelly
2: having grown up in a home where you know my dad was a surgeon and my mom was a medical malpractice attorney the idea of going and seeing this hippie chick to have my baby at home was not right real oh I, I wasn't yep. quite <laughs> there yet so I decided I was gonna see a midwife in the hospital mm-hmm. and have a hospital birth with a midwife And my dad said, "Well, that's okay, but you know some people do this at home." And I said, "Oh, I would never do that." Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I was three months pregnant with Christy at the time, Uh and I said, "Oh, I would never do that." Well, six months later.
3: (laughs) Oh boy, I know where this one's (laughs) going.
2: So we started taking childbirth classes, and our teacher had had two home births already, and she was about to have her third. And she did have her baby during the course of our class series. And so when we took like a week off because she had her baby, when we came back, there she was with her new baby. And she'd had the baby at home. And the more I learned about the unnecessary things that they do in the hospital and how the things that they do in the hospital actually lead to complications and more unnecessary things, Yeah. The had, more intrigued i got
0: had the thought not occurred to you before the um before the <clears throat> malachia league and the birth classes had the thought not occurred to you of like what did people do thousands of years before medical right? Never like, occurred like what did me. people do even just 50 years ago i mean i've just... heard
2: the stories of like of your great grandma talking yeah. about having her babies yeah and
0: there were blizzards sometimes. Pretty much. And you just had to stay well, in the house Well, when
3: your great-grandma
2: had her baby, she went into the hospital. They knocked her out. Ooh. She woke up like a day later, and she got to see the baby maybe once or twice a day for a week, and then they sent her home. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was crazy.
0: Madman style.
2: It <laughs> like. was crazy. And even grandma, like, grandpa was the first... Dad, that was allowed in the delivery room at the hospital that's he was because he surgeon. was a medical resident. Oh,
0: was he working He was a resident at the same thing. hospital or Yeah, okay, he was okay. a
2: resident there, which is still in training. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's the only reason he was allowed in. He was the first f- father of a baby that was allowed in the delivery room wow. at that hospital that's when I was born.
0: Scary. Yikes.
2: And that was still in the days of Spinal anesthesia dragged the baby out with forceps. Yikes. Oof. So, uh, yes, I like, was a forceps uh, baby. <laughs> Sylvester
4: Stallone, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, even in the 74, my father wasn't allowed it. I mean, it was Really? Even, it was, yeah, yeah. I mean, five or six years later, it was still a thing. Which
0: is insane that, like, it <clears throat> became a thing, and now it's, like, not so much a thing anymore that quickly. Because it didn't start until probably, like... I don't know. If I had to guess, I have no information on this, but probably like late 1800s or something, right? Because like 1700s is, you know, Revolutionary War. Like, are they. Well, it was kind of. Hospitals were tense back then.
2: I mean, hospital birth, hospital as the place of birth, started about a hundred years ago. Right. Okay. It's when it, so, it moved from the home to hospital. But even before then, like, it was not common for men to be oh, in yeah. the delivery room, even when babies were born at home. It what was input do you work. have on this situation? <laughs> oh, <right? laughs> it was women's work. You yeah. know, when you look back to, like, red tent times, men weren't allowed in there.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, I... <laughs> I don't want to be there. <laughs> <you kidding> <laughs> I will be there to emotionally support, but not, not I desire see the, it. And I
2: see the whole gamut. Like, I just right. last year had a client who the dad was like, nope, I'm taking the other kids and I'm out of here. And he left <clears throat> for, the, okay. for the birth. And I've had other dads that are, like, in the birth pool, like, she's... Pooping a log in his lap, right as the baby's coming out, and you know, like he's catching the baby, and you know, I, I've got the whole gamut of of dads as far as that goes. But see, now that I'm
0: thinking about it a little more, that it seems more my speed is sitting in the pool and (laughs) being there. It's not sexual, right? No, I'm just (laughs) saying, like, because I don't care, because I don't get grossed out by that stuff. Like, yeah, the, you know, splitting your vagina in half with a bloody human coming out of it kind of freaks me out because it's a little more horror movie than the rest of it, <laughs> but like a turd in a pool, I...
2: Okay, <laughs> small <cares>? correction. <laughs> it doesn't actually rip your vagina in half, okay. and um, before the placenta comes out, there's no blood unless you had a really bad tear, okay. and those are not common. Baby comes out very clean. Well, There's we, not blood. Now
0: the show is medically accurate.
2: <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Not as funny. I understand. We'll we'll <laughs> <laughs> For comedic effect. but
0: <laughs> Look, I've said several times, this is not necessarily a comedy podcast. I just like cracking
4: a few yucks mm-hmm. every now and again. Um, so I mean, after... so, A, a lot of countries still... Used midwives all the time. Yeah. Where Kaylee was born um, at the Cronkite House, the, the, you know the midwives delivered her. Oh, the nuns, you know, were right? okay. the only people in the delivery room. Yeah. The nuns deliver all the babies. Yeah, you know, they, they perform. That's their duty. <laughs> Have you seen yeah, um, you know? Bad Omens on Amazon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: No. David Tennant and um, oh, I,
1: don't I can't remember I don't the know. other guy's
0: name. He's been in all sorts of British stuff um but anyway david Tennant plays a demon and the other guy plays an angel and it's about the apocalypse and they these nuns the setup is these nuns are delivering somebody's baby who needs to be swapped out with the antichrist and they mix up the babies so the antichrist goes home with this normal family And then the um, normal baby goes home with like the son of the prime minister or whoever was supposed to raise the antichrist.
2: Okay, well that sounds like an interesting Uh premise. Yeah, yeah, hysterical
0: (laughs) and like amazing. Um, Bad omens. Um,
3: So getting back, getting back to my story. So, um, birth classes, all that. Yeah,
2: I finally. The more I heard, the more I was like, I would like to at least meet the midwife.
3: Yeah,
2: and I I just knew that when when I grew up, I wanted to be something medical, and I wanted it to have to do with moms and babies, and I knew I didn't want to be a surgeon. Obstetricians are surgeons; it's a surgical specialty. I didn't want to be a surgeon. Is I wasn't really? interested in that mm-hmm. surgical. Yikes! Um, so I didn't. I knew I didn't want that. I didn't really want to be a. A doctor because I didn't want to deal with all of the insurance stuff yeah. and you know like having to answer to hospital administrators instead of do what I thought was right you know yeah. I didn't and grandpa even discouraged me from being a doctor
0: really because of the because of, of, of that kind of that yeah, kind of that kind of administrative
2: Um when you've Political. got insurance companies dictating what you can and cannot do for your patients, right. you know, that's Based craziness. Based off of profit, probably. Um, so I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was enjoying being a Lelecha League leader, but it wasn't quite scratching that itch. Yeah. Um, because I really wanted to get the more of the like sciencey medical stuff in with it. Yeah. And so finally, I convinced your dad to go and meet our midwife, and her name was Yolanda. I think she's probably retired by now.
0: Yeah, I remember Um, Yolanda. And I mean, I don't remember like her face or what she. You know, other than like hippie lady, basically is the only. She was. She was totally a hippie. Yeah, she was
2: totally a hippie.
0: Hippie lady gave me Legos. That.
2: But that she, was very um, small. I walked into her office and she had like all of the medical textbooks and the urine dipsticks and the microscope and all of that stuff. But also instead of an exam table with stirrups, she had like a chaise. Yeah. And there was all this cool birth art on the walls, and yeah. like really funky cool vibe. But it had that. Other piece too. Yeah. And the way I always describe it is like I really felt walking in there like the clouds parted and beams of light shone down, and a voice from heaven said, This is your calling. You will be a midwife. Nice.
3: Yeah.
2: (laughs) And I just like I knew. Yeah. In that first moment walking in her office, this is what I have to do.
3: Yeah.
2: And that was nineteen ninety. Seven, okay, um, and I didn't actually start my training until, Gabby was a baby in
0: two thousand and three. So six years. So spot five, five years later. Yeah, five. Yeah.
2: And then I, it took me almost six years to finish my training because December of two thousand eight, is when I finished,
0: considering is not. Well, a also I had longer. I
2: had a couple babies in there too. Right. Exactly. That's
0: pretty impressive for. Somebody who already has five kids at that point, then because you have Gabby. Oh, uh, six. Well, Gabby. Six? Was six. That's right. Yeah. Lexi, Gabby, and then. Jeez, Louise. Yep. That's a lot. Um. What was I? Shoot. Oh, that moment for me was getting off stage the first time. Was yeah. After I had finished the set, like I was still like I was basically doing it for, you know. The reason most comedians do, shits and giggles. But after I got off stage, I was like, oh, I gotta do this forever. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, oh, I I can't, I can't quit now. Like, this is, it's the one thing in my entire life that I have not had the ability to stop doing.
2: Well, it's, good. That's good. Yeah.
0: And I quit cigarettes. So.
2: <laughs> Which I'm very proud of you, Finn. I,
0: that. well, I, like, 98% quit cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I had one on vacation. One. And the first I've day had we were there, couple of he puffs had a rough night. Here and It there. was, yeah. like...
1: Woo, it was rough. <laughs> should listen to
0: Frank about this whiskey.
1: Uh-huh.
0: He, um... Has this little bit about the whiskey. It was, a uh, Our friend Perry brought it for us. It was called Heaven's Door. It was a cask strength, whatever that is. And, like, it was... <laughs> It's good whiskey, strong. strong yes, um, but the way Frank describes it is, it hurts his feelings and his fillings. Oh. Um, <laughs> so and yeah, it was just had me all up in my feels, and i just
2: phone on
0: I, sand.
2: Uh, Look. Oh wait! So that was true? Yes, yeah, that was true. Yes, 100 yes. percent. I was true. like, I didn't know if you were saying that to be funny or no. One hundred
1: percent true. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, drink one of the bloody Marys. Yeah, because it, like, it, it was made with colombo juice, juice,
0: and yeah. I was like, clams yeah. are more it's dead juice. than plants. <laughs> like,
2: he got clams the just debate. vaginas in a shell. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> vaginas on the hat shell, I guess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Little Tabasco sauce. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a Pokemon that looks like a vagina. It's called Cloister. It's, it's <laughs> got a clit and everything. Fact. Um,
2: well, those Disney shirts that I had made for for me and uh, Lilium, Christy, and Gabby when we went to Disney.
0: I don't know if I ever saw. Oh, sure. didn't you? I
2: probably saw
0: pictures, but probably didn't...
2: Well, we wanted to play off of, you know, some kind of a vagina joke. Right. But we knew it's Disney, so we got to be really subtle. Right. <laughs> so we ended up going with the mama and baby oysters from Alice in Wonderland. Oh. And so they were oh. each in the oyster, and then we photoshopped the most unflattering picture of each of them yeah. into it, along with oh, whatever knows. crazy family nickname they have. Yeah. That's so boring. I was Ma. Um, what was William? I can't remember. Christy was TT. Gabby was Goober Frulet. <laughs> what was Lexi? I don't remember what Lexi was either. I'd have to look. Yeah. That's cool.
4: Um, That's a thing that being married to a midwife, I never would have imagined. But just the amount of vagina talk, yeah, oh <laughs> yeah, is nonstop. <Tons>. It's nonstop. <laughs> Tons. I've always nonstop.
0: I do feel like so. Couple things that I do feel like gave me an advantage mm-hmm. as both a comedian and just kind of a person in general is like I for sure needed to be homeschooled. I was not going to yeah. turn out this way in public school.
2: Well, Nobody. you also would not have sat in a chair, no. No. sat Never. still. That's what I'm saying. And paid attention no. for eight hours a day no. for 12 years. It's not going <laughs> to happen. No, no way. Um, he used to lay upside down on the sofa yeah. to read books. See, and now
0: I do construction work while I listen to podcasts all day mm-hmm. and get my education that way, basically. Like, it's yep. full on. Like, I had a joke about how it's like, a college education if it was the professors were, like, just Joe Rogan and other comedians. <laughs> I forget what the... They were, the bit was better than that. But anyway. Um, and I've started re- listening to these other, like, comedy podcasts recently that I've found. There's one called Take Your Shoes Off, which I've mentioned on here a hundred billion times. It's just definitely
1: our favorite podcast. Yeah, it's our favorite. Our favorite. The
0: um, guy who does it, Rick Glassman... He always gets very into the super autistic details of comedy, which I love so much. He gets into like how he's putting things together and asks, you know, guests mm-hmm. the same thing, and then on top of that, the podcast itself is hilarious because he has this super sharp wit for like what to say next he's and
1: if extremely he's extremely OCD. Yeah. extremely OCD which and, is like uh, why I relate so much because I'm like I know exactly why you're doing that <laughs> like I know exactly what like little itch you're trying to scratch right there yeah. like
0: and um especially when he gets another like super talented comedian on there who's good at improv like Andrew Santino um they just bat back and forth it's like watching a comedy tem- tennis game like okay it's Really cool.
2: I'll have to give
0: it a listen. Um, I highly recommend the Andrew watching Santino it. episode. And watching, watching it. Yeah, he has a lot of visual. Oh, he's got it. He's
4: got cool visual elements,
0: yeah. too. He he's just got a badass
4: editor. And, yeah. We, you talk about getting more education now than what you ever had. Do you listen to Dan Carlin? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've Dan gotten Carlin. more from hardcore history, I think, than I did in my whole high school yeah. years. Mm-hmm. And that's like... <laughs> That's yeah. just the fact that, like, textbooks and yeah. school programs just it's do just, not... It's
1: so yeah. built on, like, memorize to test. Memorize mm-hmm. to test, and that's it. Right.
4: I'm he, not sure he, if what so you crazy. what he does, you even can call... I mean, I don't even know if he, we can call it a podcast, because he puts out an episode maybe every six months. Yeah, right. It's like... And he does so much research into it, and, and it'll probably, in each episode, is about four hours in length. Yeah, and it's, right. you know, But he doesn't do it... And you know multiple he, he's, parts, it's edited, but he'll do. He did one five-part series, I believe, on World War One, from from like from from as the Navy says, from tip to butt. Yeah, you know, and it's it's an, it's amazing. One of my one favorites was the one he did on nukes, like yes. nuclear um, weapons. Yeah, Woo! with Oppenheimer and the yeah. nuclear program. Yeah that all of that stuff I learned so much more from that and from things like audiobooks than I've ever yeah. did from high school right you know? um, stuff to blow your mind is an amazing
0: science podcast mm-hmm. that and Lex Friedman it's not necessarily like <laughs> educational because it's still like just interviews with scientists but like if you want to know like what's the cutting edge right now what are scientists working on right now Lex Friedman's podcast is for sure the way to go because he gets into all that stuff and he's um an ai yeah designer so like he knows he's got that brain
4: yeah he's uh, you're probably unfamiliar with him he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast multiple times. times yeah you ever listen to sam harris Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. he went behind a paywall. Did he go behind the paywall completely? Mm-hmm. You can get, like, the first hour like of that. each podcast. Yeah. And then
0: he always says, like, if, you know, I don't want money to be the reason you're not going to listen to this, so
4: if you email me just and tell emo, me. right? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah,
0: yeah. Then he'll give you a free subscription. But, yeah. Um, uh, what, I, I haven't kind of listened bothered. to him in a
4: while, but Yeah. if you want to. Like, if you want a master class on, a, like, debating and talking about a topic... Right. Sam Harris is definitely yeah. the way to go on that. Also, sometimes he gets real political, too, and Which is, like...
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just iffy territory sometimes, but... <laughs> yeah, but if you want to... Like I said, I do you love wanna, his views on consciousness. Yeah. And free will versus determination. I Not so much that I love his views, but the way he's able to put it into words. The way he's able to describe what he's talking about. I listen to his...
4: Book. Um, I think it's Waking Up is the name of the book. It might be something else. But he's the one that sent me down my road through Buddhism. Yeah, he. And how I got
0: into the re- whole reason I've ever meditated was because Sam Harris said yeah. like, "Hey, I like meditation and it's good for you." And I was like, "A neuroscientist saying this shit? Right. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll check it out."
4: Yeah, I, mean, I thought it was just boring. He's hardcore into Buddhism. Yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's, he's really hardcore into it. Right, Um,
0: and then there was a Rogan episode just recently that we were listening to on the way down here, or back down here, which was, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but a British guy talks about panpsychism, which is the theory that everything is, like, consciousness pervades everything, like consciousness is in everything, Hmm. Not that everything is like fully conscious.
1: But that it is a part of.
0: That it's like a particle, yeah. kind of. And like if you're, you know, have an electron, it has some small little, you know, Philip Goff is the guy's name. Um,
2: You'd probably be really interested in um, Henry Zabrowski from the last podcast on the left. Okay. He's also an actor who's been in a butt ton of movies. But um, they do some episodes on aliens. Yeah, they do a lot of yeah. they do a lot of true crime serial killers. I think I to one episode of that. Um, they cryptids. do cryptids. Yeah. they do aliens. They do paranormal stuff. Awesome. They did one like five or six episode series on Mormonism, which is amazing. Yeah, they're hilarious too. But um, Henry's theory is that. Aliens aren't even physical, that it's a psychological phenomenon. Huh. Like they haven't physically come here in shiny ships, and it's not little green men with big eyes. They are like getting into your mind.
0: That makes sense.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, attractive with Alex Jones says that the government is contacting <laughs> interdimensional aliens using DMT. So, there's a lot also human monkey
4: chimeras yep. there's a lot yeah. of stuff out there i guess yeah there's 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 a good few things yeah. i didn't mean uh, to derail everything I think no I derailed I'm like, you.
2: well i mean i was done talking about how i got there so well
4: i mean kind of
0: but like so for all the all the young uh midwives to be out there what is the process of
2: well, it depends on what kind of midwife you want to be. I would recommend anybody starting out right now go the nurse midwife route. Mm-hmm. You can still find many states where you could practice at home and do home births if that somebody wanted to do home births. Um, and if I, could, if I was 35 and I could start over again, I would probably go to nursing school. Okay. And go that route. Yeah. Because I have a bachelor's degree in midwifery that I got from an accredited midwifery college in Utah. Um, the problem is that... MCU! <laughs> the problem is that it's nationally accredited, not regionally accredited, which means that my credits don't transfer to other regionally accredited institutions. Gotcha. So I can't use my bachelor's and now go into an RN program. Gotcha. I would have to start all the way from scratch and get a regionally accredited college bachelor's. Yikes. And then I would have to do my additional schooling to get my RN. Right. As well as the clinicals to do that. Yeah. And then I would have to do the additional two or three years uh, to be a certified nurse midwife even though I've already been practicing for thirteen years and you know had this certification. So it was just too I would have to completely take off my practice, you know, and start from the ground up. And for me it's not worth that because I have a successful busy practice right now. Yeah. But it is harder. Like I can't really take insurance.
3: Yeah.
2: Um I don't directly bill insurance. I'm not in network with any insurance. Um, But I have had moms in South Carolina where the law mandates that any licensed provider has to be covered if you have maternity coverage. Ah. So I can be covered at out-of-network rates. Gotcha. Um, And I have had occasional clients get what's called a gap exception, meaning that there's no other provider like me in their area. And I was covered at in-network rates for one of my recent clients nice. so they were able yeah. to get reimbursed but otherwise it's cash pay so there's that there's um but obviously there's demand you know oh i'm mm-hmm. ever since and the it's pandemic it it's, it's been still cheaper crazy. right In a hospital it again it depends on your insurance which a yeah. lot of people have nowadays don't even have insurance exactly right. and if they've got a deductible <laughs> that's you know four thousand or more then yeah it's cheaper yeah.
0: Well, for sure if you don't have insurance it's cheaper, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So And like, I give
2: discounts for Medicaid, I give discounts for active duty military, I give discounts for early pay, I give discounts for cash pay. And I accept all kinds of barters. I've had some really cool barters lately. Yeah. Um I recently got a whole uh pig,
3: nice. a whole yeah. hog. We filled yeah. two. Yeah freezers with, with yeah, a, a It was
2: like a show pig. It was loved and you know fed tell it yeah. was fat and you know, so we've got this great natural pork that doesn't have additives and stuff in it um, We recently traded for a tactical shotgun um, yeah. I've gotten furniture built for me. I've had work done on my cars. I've had house cleaning like nice you know, I've had a lot of really good barters,
4: too. Well, what's that thing that you tell people whenever... Because I know you, I'm trying to lead you into it. When somebody asks you, they didn't say that they want to do this and how do they go about doing it? You, you always tell them...
2: Oh, if you can be happy doing anything else, don't do it. Right. It's it's a hard life. Being a midwife? Sol, okay. especially Especially solo practice. If I had two or three... Other midwives that were in this area and yeah. we could share call.
3: Yeah.
2: It would be so doable. Right. But the way things are right now, there is no work-life balance.
0: Right. And is there even like, there's probably not enough clientele for two people in the same exact area. Right
2: now, there split. probably is since the since pandemic. pandemic yeah. I've been turning four to seven people a week away. A yeah. week. Yes.
0: Yeah. Wow! I wouldn't want to be in a hospital wow. right now.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want. to. Yeah. Nope. I've I been turning a lot that's of away. That's where all the people with COVID are. Every <laughs> single midwife in in a two hour radius or more is is absolutely slap full through July already.
3: Yeah,
4: but that's very taxing on. Right. Her oh her yeah. 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 I mean, for because sure. because you think. We're not just talking. You know, a lot of people talk about it, it's just the midwife portion of it, but you it's think not, it's, it's nine months life. before that, right? right? Yep. Oh, that yeah. Oh, yeah. That she when she takes on someone's usually nine months, and uh, you can see the wear and tear it puts on you, right? You know.
2: Well, every for every birth I do in a month, there's their home visit about three weeks before. Mm-hmm. So I go up to an hour and a half drive radius.
1: Yeah.
2: And I'm getting more and more people that are an hour, hour and a half away. So I've got, you know, I've got their home visit, I've got their birth, I've got their 24 to 36 hour postpartum, I've got their three day postpartum, that's all at their house that are not on my regular prenatal days. Yeah. And while I'm doing all of those things, I have to be seeing all the other people that are not due yet, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that are seeing me, you know, up to 30 weeks, I see them every month, then until their home visit, I see them every two weeks. Yeah. And so if I've like, got, you know, two months in a row where I have four or five moms, I'm having ten hour prenatal days twice a week with yeah. not even a lunch break. Yikes. So it gets and that's not even the paperwork, the text messages, the that phone calls. The I mean, today alone I had I had a home visit an hour away, and <laughs> while I was going to the home visit, I had messages from one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven moms. <laughs> wow. That I had to respond to yeah. with various, you know, various you concerns yeah. or needs or whatever, yeah. you know. And like, oh, so. How am I it's... supposed to
0: have fentanyl when I'm pregnant? That kind of thing. <laughs> no, like,
4: you know. It's an interesting... rashes, yeah. yeast infections, you know, yeah. stuff like that. It's an interesting right. lifestyle to come into. Yeah,
2: I'm about to say, yeah, especially
4: for for you two years, and it was (laughs) so eye opening how much she does, and you know, and like the services she provides. Yeah, I was there for the ramp up, but it was not this crazy back then. It's crazy, yeah. 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 Practice was a little bit down when we first met, and we had tons of time to do things and hang out and play video games and things like that. But it's now, it's we might have one day a week where we can hang out and yeah. <laughs> yeah. watch a movie
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? but, yeah. and not... that's I mean that's not even including the being on call part which being on call is like you know a 50 pound backpack that you never take off Yeah, like sure I can go to yeah. sleep but at any moment, I could be called at 3 a.m. to get up out of my bed and drive an hour and a half yeah, and to go. go to a birth. Help <laughs> yeah. um, yep. And I have no way to predict when that's right. going to happen. It could happen in the middle of a birthday party, in the middle of a movie. There are a few things you could do,
0: like throwing bones and like tarot or. I have a magic eight ball in my office. There's certain predictors here, okay? Let's not completely rule out the dark arts. Um, So,
2: like, if I want to take off a week vacation because I don't have backup that will cover me for an entire week.
0: Right. And that backup has to be ready to do yep, the entire exactly. process, right? The like they can right be. as
2: well as having their own clients that they're serving at that time. Yeah. So if I want to take off a whole week, I have to make sure that nobody is going to be between 40 and 42 weeks before and I have to make sure that nobody's going to be after 37 weeks when I come back. So I have to take off 5 weeks on either side of it plus the week off. So I have to take a month and a half off of my practice. Wow. And yeah. just from experience I know if I am not their midwife this time, they're not gonna hire me next time. Because they will have bonded with whoever they did hire. Yeah. And that's who they're gonna Stockholm, be a repeat. Zitrum. <laughs> and the trauma bonds. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's gonna be who they go to for their next birth. Right. Although I do have a unless huge they're like, pain. Yeah, well, Unless they're
1: terrible.
3: Yeah, but I
2: don't refer people to terrible.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: But I'm just saying like that's the only reason you wouldn't go with the same person a second time is if right. you had a really bad experience.
2: Well sometimes there's just like well, sometimes yeah, you there's just do personality. Don't play. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't click, and I'm not going to be the right midwife for everybody, and that's okay.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah. Some people definitely have unreal expectations.
2: I yeah, I I've, I've thought I should start charging an extra thousand dollars if they want to be my
3: BFF. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> uh,
0: do you usually know going in if it's like? I feel like you uh, probably notice things. Can
2: yeah. you tell? I. In December, I had to fire my first client in, like, Mm. 15 years. Wow. Because she seemed really cool at the consultation.
0: Yeah, we'll put their Instagram in the description. (laughs) Um,
2: And, you know, she was a nurse, so she should have known a little bit how things worked. You know, and she'd had a home birth before, so she seemed like a great candidate. (laughs) Yeah. But I constantly heard... My last midwife didn't do that. My last midwife didn't do that. My last midwife didn't do that. Um, And she started really pushing my boundaries. And like, why do you have to listen to the baby every time? My last midwife didn't do that. Why Why do you have to take my vital signs every time? My last midwife didn't do that. And I'm like... This is the weirdest yeah. stuff to be asking, I'm like, like
1: uh-huh. well, this why is are you making sure care. my baby's alive? Yeah,
2: yeah I am about to say that. This is, a standard, is standard of care.
1: And, single.
2: And, it, and it came up to a point where, like, I was like, okay, now we're at every two weeks. And she's like, oh, I already made my appointment for four weeks from now. I'm like, well, but we like to keep a little closer eye in the third trimester. That's when, you know, you're more likely to hit problems with blood sugar, blood pressure, you know, Movement, we want to like be monitoring more carefully in the third trimester. Again, standard of care. Yeah. And she was like, Well, I tried to make an appointment for that Friday, but you're not working that day. And I'm like, Okay, but how about the Tuesday before or the Tuesday after?
0: Right.
2: And she's like, I wanted to spend some time with my friends. And she burst into tears and said, Why are you making me do this? And I was like, Okay.
1: Yeah. We're done. Yeah.
2: This is it. Yeah. Because. No matter what I do, she's not gonna she, be happy. they are not, yep. not gonna be happy, and it. she's the type that there would be like she would buy the domain badmidwife.com, com, you know, and to write her story about yeah. me yeah, or something. So. Probably
0: already has. i <laughs> will <Well, laughs> put a link to that website right here in the description. <laughs> it's not me. No, Whoever no, it is, no. it's not me. I'm sure. But that's and I mean and. Obviously, I'm sure you leave a whole bunch of leeway for just people being emotional because it's mm-hmm. a oh, hormone yeah. roller coaster oh, yeah. of a
2: lifetime. Yeah. But oh, like, yeah. even but then, on top of that... And, I mean, that was just a little sampling. There was right. more. Yeah. Oh, exactly. don't doubt it. There was a lot more. Yeah.
4: Um, I don't know what I was going to say. She had a... We have just gotten together, and we went out of town for a weekend to a convention, and... At, I think 11 o'clock at night, you got a text from this person saying... Oh, that, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean she, and
2: I were up in the mountains. I was not on call for anyone. But it, did you want to tell the story? Uh, it was uh, 10 o'clock at night.
4: Yeah, it was like 10 o'clock at night. We were on the first day of the convention, and she gets a text saying that her ring is stuck on her finger. Oh. And what, what should she do?
0: Yeah.
2: And so I was like, well... You know, have you tried just soap, have you water, tried Windex, yeah. like, Frisco. um, have you tried like running it under really cold water and ice, let your fingers shrink, and, and so finally I sent her a YouTube video of this, like, string trick to, like, get a ring yeah. off, Oof. you know, and I didn't think any more about it. Yeah. And, um, she canceled her next appointment, and so I... I like reached out to her. I was like, "Hey, is everything okay?" And she's like, "Yeah, um, I don't think this is gonna work out. Um, I really thought it was gonna be different." And I was like, "Okay, well, what? Yeah, what were happened? you unsatisfied with?" And she was like, "Well, when I, when I called you about my my ring being stuck, she was like, my my whole hand and my arm was swollen, and I could have had preeclampsia, and you didn't check on me." And I was like, "You had a stuck." finger, you have mm-hmm. a ring on your finger. Right. You didn't. That's pretty have, standard, right? You didn't have, of course it's going to swell. Yeah. Like, yeah. you didn't have preeclampsia. I knew you didn't have preeclampsia because yeah. you didn't have the symptoms of preeclampsia. Right. But she felt like I didn't care enough about her oh
3: to my goodness.
2: follow up or Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like oh, okay. Yeah. I, I all right. Like it's, if I had if I had had any inkling that she could have had preeclampsia, I would have sent her in for labs. Right. But that was not. This is the, the same concern. lady
0: that was concerned that you were taking her baby Different heartbeat lady. too many times. Different oh Okay. No. Oh my, Different my God. I was like, um, In that case,
2: she she just was like, "This is not going to work." Mm-hmm. Like, okay. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> <You are correct. laughs>
0: things just work out.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes there's people that I meet and they they become lifelong friends. Yeah. You know, Miss Heather. You know Miss Heather. Right. Um, she started as my client. Yeah. And then she and I became like really great friends. Then she assisted me. Then she was my student. I got her all the way to finished and certified and then she moved away.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it do be like that. Though.
2: Yeah. And now she's working at a birth center in Wisconsin. Nice. It's
0: nice. pretty cool. Are birth centers
2: becoming more
0: prevalent, or is it still kind of Not really.
2: We still only have two in Georgia, one in Savannah and one in Atlanta. South Carolina has, I think, four still. Charleston, and then there's a couple in the upstate.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, But no, there's really not, at least not in this area, it really depends on the area they're trying to get one into Augusta. Yeah,
1: I've heard about that for like a couple years now. They've but it's, like, so it's so hard so to get it North. off the
2: road, mm-hmm. you know, because especially with it being a town that has a medical college, oh yeah. yeah, and has three hospitals that have maternity units, right. Trying to convince people that it's needed
3: mm-hmm.
2: is difficult. And then finding willingness for the hospitals to work with them on transfers
3: Especially and stuff
2: like that is, yep. is really hard. Which, shockingly enough, AU is the best place for me to transport my people into. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, I do have one local OB that I have her personal cell phone number. Nice. And so people that are seeing her, I can just text her and be like, this is going on, you know, what do you think? Or, hey, we're coming in. But if she's not on call... We don't even go to her hospital, because right. her partners are hot garbage. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: um, will not treat the moms <laughs> as well as Dang. she will.
0: Real quick, I think we're going to take a quick break, because i got to take a mad shit right now.
3: Uh,
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this episode of the podcast brought to you by Intergalactic Space Jews. My mom might be afraid to claim them as a sponsor, but not I, said the fly. I think that space Jews are probably going to be ruling our world one day and we need to recognize their authority and power. You might know these as what would commonly be referred to as gray aliens, but the secret is they've been here the whole time. They were visiting us and then they got shipped off into a space station by the Egyptian gods of old and now have become some sort of weird gray alien thing with no noses. For more information on space Jews, please contact your local Frank McCurry. And for any other details, please listen to the episode with Frank McCurry. He explains in full detail what these things are, where they came from, and how to get in touch with one so you can clap their cheeks. Thank you. Oh, come on. We are... Back, what a crazy ad that was! <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> um, super clever and creative.
2: Okay, so you were asking you were asking the process though, um, and I was saying what I re- recommended, not what I actually did. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, you said a little bit
0: of what you did at Midwife College of Utah, and
2: um, yeah, and I've got I've got a student right now. She did a different academic program and she's now at her point of what we call primary under supervision so she takes the role of primary midwife and i just supervise everything she does and if i have to like step in or tell her what to do she doesn't get to count that one Mm, because she should be at the point now where she can independently right do all do she, everything? She's just in that last part of the checklist. She's saying, just in yeah, the Yeah, you got part. it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and she's doing what's called the the PEP process. PEP stands for uh, evaluation people
0: import, profile people eating P, pandas.
2: PEP. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't even remember what it stands for. People That's bad. People. Yeah. It's something about an evaluation portfolio. And so what it is is it's like. 140 penis pages. Evaluation, <laughs> portfolio. Yeah. evaluation
0: portfolio perineum evaluation that would be more yeah.
2: that would definitely yeah. be more um apt yeah, there's but... no
4: penis in this world <laughs> <laughs> there is for like 10 seconds <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes the babies are boys
2: oh, yeah. <laughs> well yeah sometimes the babies are so we were talking babies. about earlier with the fists yeah. <laughs> That's true. um so uh that is I, I actually went through that when I did my training. I got my bachelor's degree after I already got my certification.
0: So do you think... This is off topic. But do you think... It's a little <laughs> bit on topic. But do you think a vagina is the least common object ever found in a vagina? Mm. Because there are no, vaginas inside of vaginas sometimes. But it's probably the least often of any... Hmm. I,
2: well, I
4: don't know, I guess...
2: None of any object. Okay, yeah.
4: So what you're saying is like, you're worried about the fact that your penis was in your mom's vagina? Of, no. <laughs> <laughs> that
3: was a good okay. one. Okay,
0: of, of human body parts, we'll say that. Of, of human body parts, a vagina is probably the least common human body part inside of a vagina.
2: Well, what about a spleen?
0: Everybody has a spleen. Yeah. Only half of people have
2: okay. vaginas. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, good and that's point. I was like, everybody has... All right, heads. all right. Yeah. Yep, heads.
0: okay. There's probably more heads that have been in vaginas than there are babies that were born. So that would be... I, <laughs> I know that for a fact. I've seen a video. <laughs> Gotta be totally bald. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah. And then, you know, I think probably that... Or maybe knees...
2: But everybody has two. Yeah, that's true. Vaginas. Or most everybody has
0: yeah. two. Yeah. Vaginas, the least common body
2: part found in a vagina. Okay. Well, now that we have established that. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so the portfolio evaluation process is this huge stack of paperwork, where you have. Um, Try to think of how many pages of skills. It's something like forty pages of skills. It's single spaced. lines of like every possible skill that she would need to do to be an entry level midwife and it goes everything from taking a basic history a basic health history all the way up to um, doing a full resuscitation suturing IV skills handling you know handling the big rare complications yeah And so she's got two places for signatures on every single line of that. The first one, I have to date and initial the date that she achieved academic understanding of the skill. And then I have to date and initial the date she achieved mastery of the skill. Hmm. Okay. And so we, uh, I would say probably quarterly, we go through that list and do sign offs of stuff that she's
3: yeah
2: done at births that yeah, you rank
0: up in Boy Scouts
2: too. And then um, you have to when you start you have to do ten observations and some of them have to be hospital births. Okay. And then some of them have to be home births where you're just basically an observer watching everything.
0: And you could do that um, with like whoever wanted to let you
3: watch,
2: right? You can different. be a, a doula. Be like you don't have to have a preceptor quiet. for that. Yeah. And then, um, then you have to do twenty births as an assistant. Yeah. Where you have to sh- demonstrate increasing levels of skills. So my assistants start with setup, tear down, charting, taking out the trash, wiping up poop, keeping yeah. the birth pool at temperature. You know, stuff like that. Right. All the way up to, you know, when their their last few, you know, assistant births, they should be working up to catching the baby, delivering the placenta, doing newborn exams, you know, stuff like that. Um, And then they also have to have um, prenatal exams as an assistant, newborn exams as an assistant, postpartum exams as an assistant, and then they have to have their 20 births as a primary and then they have to have their prenatals as a primary, their postpartums as a primary, their newborn exams as a primary.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. So theoretically, they could complete it after fifty births. Yeah. Nobody does that <laughs> because they're not ready. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not ready after observing ten and assisting at twenty. They're not ready. Yeah. To be completely on their own and.
0: How going long home and doing would you stuff. say? From start to finish. Time of like that aha moment of this is what I want. To, if you had like actually back, like back. went for it then and started the schooling and stuff to like having your own practice and doing
2: five on a years regular basis, minimum. I'd say five minimum. years minimum. Yeah. Now, if you were in a practice with multiple midwives that was doing ten births a month,
0: right. That would be different, yeah, like a birth center or something like or, that. Or yeah, at yeah. a
2: birth center, really high volume, where you can get a lot of experience really fast. Oh, yeah. But I think yeah. there's the also principle. there's also something to be said for the the time invested, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because there are people who used to go. There was a birth center in um, New Mexico that was right mm-hmm. near the border. Yeah, and so they got a lot of like Mexican women that would cross the border. To have their babies at the birth center, it was very high volume. Yeah, something like 150 to 200 births a year. Or you something know
0: like Mexican women, they cranking around. That's not what, what I mean. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> um,
2: but they people used to go there because it was so high volume, and they would go for three months and knock out their numbers. Yeah, and say, okay, now I'm ready. No, you're not because three you haven't mm-hmm. watched. You haven't been with these people for, for the whole, eight months, yeah. yeah, and then for the six weeks afterwards, you haven't like seen somebody all the way through, and right. even That's if not you're even doing an entire pregnancy, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they they did revamp the process a few years ago and made it so that um, like if you're gonna count. These people as your primary, you have to have at least five prenatals with them, yeah, and okay. it has to be over at least two go. trimesters. Yep. Okay. You cannot just cram in five visits in the last month and say, okay, now I'm counting this.
4: Somebody spare. will always try to game a system. Yeah, right. Find a shortcut. Even for something that. as like... Life and death? Life mm-hmm.
0: and death <laughs> as yeah, midwifery, yeah. you'd think they'd want to... Well, like, I can kind understand of this... thinking you're there already with stand-up comedy after you've been doing <laughs> it for three months. I understand that. But, like, see, and that's where I'm kind of envious of the midwifery thing, because there's a track. There's, a, there's right. a path in front of you that you can see that's been tread by other people a bunch of times. With stand-up comedy, it's like wandering in the woods <laughs> Whole wander everybody's wandering we'll around different park directions park. Yeah. <laughs> eventually we're all going to get to the other side well I mean not all of us obviously but whoever is going to get to the other side we'll, we'll all end up in the same other side but you know we're all wandering different directions some of us get
2: lost, some people quit and go back well I mean even with the track there are still people who have done the track, who've done all the things and are still not competent Yikes. I mean, it's the same thing with yeah. doctors. Right. There's there's bad doctors yeah. out there, yeah. and they've mm-hmm. been through the whole medical school and, like, mm. you know, the the old joke, like, what do you call the doctor who graduated last in his class? Doctor. Doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> you know, doctor. and so there are midwives who push the envelope and who do stupid, risky things and then, you know... Yeah. Babies die. Right. And so that's not cool. Yeah.
0: It's not yeah. like, you know, tattoo artists where if you mess up it's like, well, okay. it right up. It's permanent, but yeah. it can be fixed. <laughs> right. This is no, somebody's dead like Yeah. But I mean there's also once again like we we're talking about there's a there's a need out there. People need people to help them have babies and you know, if we need people to graduate, we need people to graduate like Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, uh, you know, there there are unscrupulous midwives out there that will sign off on a student who's not ready. Yikes. Just for, you know, just for pushing them mm-hmm. through. This
0: isn't driver's ed. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't community service hours. Like, come on.
2: You can't double it up. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I remember um, I had gotten that uh, ticket way back when. I think I was, I guess I was... 17 16 17 somewhere around there and uh i was speeding a little bit i was going like 55 on columbia road which is like a 45 was
2: it the one where it was like 1203 a.m and you mm. were, yeah. it was,
3: your curfew was was yeah. 12
0: so the cop pulls me over and uh tells me that he could either give me a ticket for speeding which would go on my license forever or some shit or whatever. It was some really scary option. Mm-hmm. And then he said, or you could do this out past curfew ticket and, you know, it goes away quicker, but it's more expensive of a ticket or something. But so also like, they could
2: have refused to give you your license in a couple of months mm-hmm. when you turned 16 or so. They could have, right. like, taken your license away for a year. Yeah, something so like we that. we had to go to court for that.
0: Right, yeah and they did take my license for a month, I think.
2: I don't it wasn't long. It was I remembered yeah. that they it wasn't as bad as we were afraid it was going to be. But. Yeah,
0: but they sent me to um it was like technically it oh, was considered right. community service hours, but it was like a defensive driving class or whatever. Mm. They showed us like a slideshow of people getting into wrecks and then it was like, "All right, here's all 8 of your hours." It was like a 30-minute thing. <laughs> yeah. And like just nothing.
2: Yeah, I remember that.
0: Which I mean, at, like, should have just taken a speeding ticket. It would have just been fine. Cause I, I don't get. You're tickets a good driver. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I drive well, and like, clearly the only reason he pulled me over is because he was bored and had no other people. <laughs> well, you know, me,
2: every but. other one of my kids has been a really good driver, and Gabby is a really good driver. And Josie's going to be 15 in March. Wow. Yeah. Are you, uh... I'm not teaching her to drive. <laughs> no what way. Makes, what makes you think she's
0: going to be a bad
1: driver?
2: Because she's the next one. Gabby was the good oh, one. You mean every yeah. other? Every other every child. Other. Okay, I thought you
0: meant every other, like all oh, of no, the no, rest no, no. of them. Oh no 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 no! Matthew was a horrible
2: driver. Think about how many cars he put in ditches and stuff. Yeah. Matthew was a horrible driver. You were good. Lilium, not a great driver. <laughs> Lexi, good driver. Okay. Um, wait, no. Christy, good, Christy, good driver. Yeah. Lexi, not a great driver. Yeah. Gabby, good driver. Yeah. It goes every other, alternating. Well, yep.
3: It's
0: kinda, I don't know. What I mean, you've got the Rav Four right now still, or it's a. Yeah,
2: that's got eighty thousand miles on it. and yeah. I want to trade it in before it hits a hundred thousand, because then the. Value will really take a nose dive. I thought it was a lease. I bought it out. Oh, okay. I bought it out because I was way over on miles. Oh, okay. It, it was not pretty. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they it base
0: out. it off of how much you're supposed to drive it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yikes.
2: Yeah, the valuation that I had to buy out was, I, I took a bath on that. Yikes. Yeah. But now I'm out from under it, and I don't have a car payment, and I've already got the money saved for my next right. car. Mm-hmm. That's so. what I just did with Uh-oh. this new
1: car. I, yeah. I, cause I was, oh, that all, every single it's place that down. I found would only give me like max three grand for my car, and I still owed 85 on it, so I was Not like.
0: Not 85, it was like 8.5. Yeah. Like 8500
2: 80, not 85000 Oh, well, I, I got 80, what you mean. Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm 8, talking about
0: for the audience <laughs>
1: 8500 Yeah, I ain't be driving a I still owed Tesla.
0: $85 on it. And it was like, you can't just give me three grand.
1: But no, like, I, uh, I voluntarily repossessed it because I was like, I can't afford the car payment they're going to make me have on the new one. Like, I can't do that. And, like, I searched so so long for the car i have now because i was like if i'm gonna make another payment i want it to be the car i actually want like actually want want forever and when they called me and told me they sold my car for eight grand i said i will give you the rest right now like i will give you the rest (laughs) right now for it to not go on my credit they said give it a month it'll be off your credit i was like yeah awesome
0: the (laughs) trade-in places would only give her three for it but then they sold it at auction auction for for eight grand
1: nice yep. yeah because it was a it was a working hybrid it was just yeah. all cosmetic. that was damaged was like that what, was it how many miles on it not, mu- not uh, much not much yeah. for a
0: prius I th- and it, it's a it hybrid. Was like right it over 100
2: right over 100 it was all I cosmetic that, i wonder if that'd be better for mine to try and sell it at auction instead of mm-hmm. taking it to the dealer because I, think cars, I think cars are going think fast
1: cars are going and i dented
2: fast. the dented the back. Mm. So and the the problem for someone scooped that out of auction real that fast. Toyota. Mm-hmm. I mean the problem and all the sensors work. There's yeah. no damage to any of the s- cameras or sensors. They all work. It's Purely just aesthetic. it's just a cosmetic it's just a cosmetic. It's just a dent. Yep. That's nice. what I did. Um it's a in really nice shape. Shit. You know it's it's a twenty seventeen um and um I just got, like, I drive the crap out of it. That was my Prius. I drove it cross-country numerous
1: times. Numerous times. Yeah. And I was just dumping money into it. I was like, I, I had to put tires on it, like, every couple thousand miles. Plus, Wrightsboro Road, it was so low that I would bust a tire, like, every couple months. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I can't keep doing this.
2: Yeah, so one, once I finished all my, all of my paperwork, got all my signatures and and everything like that. Um, I just sent it off, and I had to wait for them to approve everything. Sometimes they audit. So if they audit it, you have to send in the full chart with their, like, private information redacted, like their name and address and right and that stuff. But they go over the charts to make sure all the dates match, that the it's Damn. absolutely charted that the apprentice was there and performed the skills that they said they did, and also that I was there. Right. Because I'm not allowed to sign off on anything that I didn't personally witness.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then once they've approved all that, then you take your National Board exam, oh. which used to be an eight-hour written exam, and you had to go to specific testing sites, and it was only given, like, twice a year. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Wow. Wow. Um, so I had to go up to Tennessee. I think I went to Nashville to take mine. That was the closest place that was yeah. doing it. Um, but now they've got it on a computer and so you can just go in and I had to wait, I think I waited three weeks to get my results to know, and it's pass fail. Yeah. Like they will tell you what you scored, but it's, if you get above a certain percentage, Mm -hmm. then you automatically pass. Right. And, um, and I had to wait three weeks to find out that I passed and then, um, but now it's computer and you find out that day. When wow. you when you click your last yeah. like submit they tell you right then whether wow. you passed or not.
0: That's crazy to let you do it on a computer now. Usually those tests are very um, like Well, it's a multiple choice. And... Just like
2: just like on the nursing exams, the NCLEX right. is multiple choice and yeah. those are all computerized and stuff now too. That's cool. Um and so every 3 but years we can vote online? <laughs> so every three years I have to recertify and I have to submit continuing education hours my neonatal resuscitation CPR and um, peer review because I have to get together with other midwives and discuss problem cases and stuff like that so
0: cool Are you like um, you've been to a lot of conferences and like were you on um, that? called the midwife thing too or something were you in some video no thing they or... they
2: did some video at one of the national midwifery conferences that i was at but they never aired it uh, okay so
0: what is that not the so what's the thing i think it was on netflix or something or
2: amazon called or... the midwife yeah it's a show about midwives in the 50s Oh, uh, okay it's so based it's on not, book.
0: it's not a documentary or anything no okay
2: yes. no it is the most realistic show about birth i've ever seen nice but it's based on a book that was written called Called the Midwife that is a midwife's memoirs. Okay. But it's not it's not a legit like gotcha. documentary. There have been other documentaries, but
0: yeah. Have you thought about doing a midwifery based podcast? Or like birth
2: um centric. I thought about it for a while, but there are a lot of them. I actually the the first time I ever bought a mic it was because one of my midwife friends in Michigan and I were going to have a birth podcast and we even recorded a couple of episodes and then Michigan started having all this licensure battle and there was like a couple of like really renegade midwives up there that was doing really dangerous stuff. And so they were kind of like really under scrutiny and she was like, I don't want to talk about this in public You know, and stirred the pot. Mm -hmm. And so we just kind of shelved it and never went back to it. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to write a book. That's my exit plan. Nice. I already have a working title. I have a basic outline. I've got my stories that I want to put in it. So Cool. That's that's my exit strategy. I'm going to write a book.
0: I think this is the first time we've had one of the cats shitting on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, The boxes are back there. Um, But... I think, uh, because one of the things I remember from when you started doing midwifery and stuff like that was you, like, going over the, like, birth stories, like, a bunch of times. And I feel like that could be a really interesting podcast if you get the people to, like, if they wanted to, if the client wanted to go over their story and talk about, talk it back over with you and, like, go over the thing. That That would would be, be
2: excellent promotion for my book.
0: That would. Mm, there yeah. you go, yeah. Um which, That's
2: a really good idea, though, to have the moms on to tell their stories. Right, yeah. I got a good idea for a title of it, too. Nice. Ooh, there you go. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. um Which I'm not going to say out loud because I don't want anybody to steal it.
1: Yep, don't spoil it.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair point. um
0: <laughs> I don't know. Nobody's going to hear it on this podcast. I have 400 <laughs> downloads. <laughs> no,
2: they might. Um, eat. They might. Yeah.
4: It's not a good title.
2: Spoiler alert.
4: Spoiler alert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's did,
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't.
0: Yeah. You're talking sense. about my book title. He knows your yeah. title. Everybody your in the bird
2: world loves my book title. So.
0: Oh, you're talking about the book title. The clamshell
2: from the that. closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I have an, a different idea. I have a different title idea for the podcast. But, uh. but I mean, if I was going to use it to like lead up to my book, like here's a book that's going to be like kind of my podcast ideas, telling these birth stories, then my book is going to be birth stories. It would make sense to have them have the same name.
0: Mm. Is it uh, birth stories to tell in the dark? No,
2: <laughs> no, it is not.
0: <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah I think that would be cool I wouldn't listen to it I had had plenty of that growing up (laughs) basically you should have just had a phone tap going back then and you'd have it by now (laughs) everything you wanted Um, but you did a blog for a while too right
2: I did I did do a blog for a while and um, I got in trouble with my preceptor because the blog was supposed to be anonymous. Right. Like everybody was nicknamed in it. And, um.
0: But, but. Like my, we said at the beginning. Right. Every once in a while. And, and I you was tell not, people you know.
2: Like I didn't. It, there was never this, like, oh my god, she's such a bitch, blah, blah, blah. Right. It wasn't that. It was telling true stories of some of the, like, she was abusive. She was abusive mm. to me. It was horrible. Oh. Um, there was constant threats of, I'm going to cut you loose. If you don't she... do this, I'm going to cut you loose. Why should you have it easier than I did? You know, I had Ugh. to have these struggles, so you should too. Um, you know, and,
3: when I, uh...
2: never any positive feedback.
3: Yeah.
2: And when I would say, like, did I, did I do okay? Do you think I did all right? She would go, I have no complaints. Wow. Um, the Gordon you know, Ramsay
0: of midwives, everyone. But <laughs> and so I, uh, it, was,
2: it was really rough. And I put some of those things in there. Yeah. And then um, one of my apprentices that didn't make it very far, um, after she went behind my back and talked to a client about things that she and I had spoken about in confidence, mm-hmm. um, I fired her. And she was very upset at Ah. being fired. And she went and told my preceptor about my blog. Yikes.
0: Yeah. Um, I had a lead electrician at one point who was a very similar way. I mean, he, okay, so he wasn't as bad as you're describing, but he definitely was that type of, like, I had to suffer and learn this, so you have to suffer and learn this. And I'm like, why does it have to be Mm -hmm. suffering? Why can't we break the cycle and just, like, teach me a regular way of, like, I'm not the, you know, the lowly worm in the dirt that's gonna do all this stupid stuff first. But, like, and, you know, on some level, I do get, like, you know, you're the newbie, you do the easy, tedious stuff. Right,
2: you gotta put in your time. Put in Mm -hmm. your
0: time, right but at a certain point, like it got to the point where me and him were basically like at the same level, it's just we got, we were allowed to work together all the time because we were so good at it Mm -hmm. and then it was like, okay, well it's your turn to get underneath the house and he's like, oh no, the lead never gets under the house and I'm like, okay, but we're both (laughs) at the same point here Like, I can do everything that you can do. It's not, you're not special or better than me. We're basically the same age. I don't know what your problem is. Yeah. um, But he did, he taught me everything I know, and he was, he would give positive feedback. He would, you know, Mm -hmm. actually teach me things, which was nice, so.
2: Well, I, I, you know, I feel like I do owe her a bit of a, a debt of gratitude because I would not be here if it wasn't for her. Right. There was nobody else that was going to precept somebody from Augusta. Because when I was doing my primary, she had to drive here. She lived in Atlanta, two hours away. And she had to drive here to supervise me with my Atlanta client, or my Augusta clients. Yeah. So she did do that. Right. And I'm very grateful that she did that. Yeah. But then at the end, you know, when we got close to the end, I was like, hey, I don't have... Like, she didn't always come back for the postpartum visits. And so I got to the point where I was like, hey, I don't have enough postpartum signed off. Like, should I go to another midwife and do some postpartums with her? Yeah. And she's like, no, you don't have to do that. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're going to have enough. So I reached the point where I was done and I didn't have enough. Right. And so then I was like, okay, so can you come and... Supervise these postpartums for these next few people. She just didn't like following up or... And she was like she was like, Well, I don't even know those people, I never met them, so you can pay me two hundred dollars each and then I'll do it. So Yikes. you know, wow. it was it was really rough getting her signatures on some of the last detail yeah. things that I needed signatures for. See, and what I was about to say is like the phrase
0: wouldn't be here without them. Can be applied to a lot of people in
3: your life. <laughs> oh. Pretty much
0: everybody. Okay, that's uh, true. Um, it's not necessarily a good thing, but I do see where you're coming from with the like. There is an appreciation for holy crap! You drove two hours at pier and back for all this stuff. Like, um, I mean, I
2: drove to her for the first three years. So, right. Yeah. You know, that was I did do that. Right. <laughs> and she got a lot of you know. I assisted her births and stuff while I was learning. But yeah. um, but I'm glad that she was willing to do that because there was nobody else right. that was willing to do that. And I wanted to quit so many times. I came so close to quitting so many times because it was really stressful. But I'm, I'm so glad that I didn't. What kept you going? What kept
0: you in it? Was um, it just...
2: It was a little bit of, I'm not going to let her win. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um, And it was a lot of, I can't be happy doing anything else. Yeah. I have to do this. Yeah. I can't quit because I have to do this. Like, I have to get there. I don't want to live my life without being a midwife.
3: Yeah. I
0: felt the same way about comedy, so it's good to know I'm on the right track.
2: And you know if if it wasn't for that I couldn't be here married to John right you know finally at 50 years old yeah discovering what a a loving marriage looks like yeah you know I couldn't cuz I what would I've done where would I've gone
3: yeah if you know I, I, I didn't mean.
2: have my own money my own way to earn right. enough money to support myself.
0: Yeah, and not only that, but doing something that you actually love doing. Doing something I yeah. actually
2: love doing. Instead yeah. of having to scramble to find some kind of job... Right. To live
0: and hand then to mouth. And getting stuff there. And, yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. Which... Yeah, I'm glad I have electrical work, too, because that's just another thing that, like... You know, while, yes, I... Realize this is not something that I want to do for my entire life. For the time being, it's a pretty good
2: It pays the bills. It mm-hmm. pays the bills. And you enjoy it. And you enjoy like it? The, up, you yeah. like it. You
3: I, like the part it.
0: that I don't like is working for somebody. Mm-hmm. The part that I don't like is somebody else deciding when I have to be there, how much money I'm gonna make it a thing, like, you know, and I don't know license license and
1: 3rd your own.
3: That's the thing
0: is I already like I can't even promote a podcast like I don't even know how to run an Instagram much less an entire business like it's just. Well, oh, there's
2: people who could help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but as then well you, have you have figure to figure out how to get those people you.
0: paid. You have I would have to have like a truck and materials and clients and all sorts of stuff, which... I gave you a number to, uh, on uh, Joel, did he call you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was a, um... GFI problem, and we were just about to leave for vacation. And I was like, I'm gonna tell you right now, if you know how to change a GFI, that's all I would do. <laughs> so he was telling me the problem, and I was like, it's either you're not pushing the button hard enough or the outlet's broken. So try pushing it harder, and then... Because that's, I swear, nine out of ten service calls is going in there, pushing the reset button on a GFI, <laughs> and they're like, oh my god, you fixed everything! Yep, yeah, I know I did. <laughs> that's
4: Well, I think you're ahead of the game because you realize that you, there's there's that's just, that's not your primary love. That's just, right. that's a means to an end. Right. You know what I mean? That's sustaining you until you can... Get ten thousand hours at this, and become an expert at it. You know, that's just sustaining you while you hone this other craft. Right. And you know that, so yeah. you know. I mean, you, you, I'm sure you enjoy it. I'm sure yeah. you enjoy doing it, but it's not your not what you completely want to do. Yeah. You know? And you understand that, so right. keep plugging away at it. You know, get those ten thousand hours in and become an expert in in, in comedy. Yeah. Yeah, that I definitely
0: have to do. Um, Which I've been slacking this last week or so. Because just holidays and whatnot. But um, we've started this whole workshop group that we do on Wednesdays here. And then um, we're going to start... Le Chat Noir is actually offering their stage for us to do a workshop there on Sundays. And that's going to be starting in January. And then... I've been running the open mic at Joe's for almost over a year now, probably. Mm-hmm. And Definitely then over um, a year now. I've been going out of town to Columbia doing their open mics. Nice. Went to Austin that time for a week. Yeah. And did those, which like, I followed all these people on Instagram, and it's like one of the most, like, it's that like seeing what your life could be like and being like super jealous of it but at the same time yeah, having that vision to shoot for helps, kind of, but then sometimes it's it's a very bipolar thing looking at somebody's Instagram and being like, god damn I wish, but then like I don't know Have you tried Atlanta? Mm-hmm.
4: Have you thought about Atlanta?
0: I have and I actually, I need to email the guy right now or as soon as possible. But, like um, that's
4: a huge market there. The
0: Laughing Skull there does an open mic that you just gotta email the guy and it's like the list is about a month out so you get like an actual date and a spot on oh, the open so you don't mic. you have to mm-hmm. actually go and stand in yeah. line or yep. Right. Oh, and they weird. have two open mics a week at the uh, Laughing Skull and then they're sold out open mics mm-hmm. which is just unheard of that somebody would okay. even pay to get into an open mic in the first place and then on top of that they're sold out with regular audience tickets most of the time an open mic is attended by two types of people people that are there to perform at the open mic and people that had no idea there was an open mic about to <laughs> <happen>. <laughs> I get up on that stage at Joe's and be like, "Hey, welcome everyone to Thursday night open mic at Joe's Underground." And the looks on the faces are like, "What? It's about to happen." Who Oh my
4: god. Yeah, and then Well, you, you know, got to credit them for not doing enough promotion for that. Well, yeah. They do, that did they do that they do that on their own?
0: They so um they promoted it the week before last they for the first Sorry. time yeah. ever i saw the bar actually promote the open mic which is just crazy to me because i like i messaged them about it a bunch of times we've talked about it on here yeah um but that's just another thing like advertising and i just like
2: just don't have money for advertising anything right now and like well that's why social media is free Right, and if you can get the right followers, yeah, and part of that is like when we started ours, I had a few people that I followed, and I looked at who they were following, and just spammed that follow button, and I probably got fifty or sixty follow backs just from that. Nice, just from people who are like, oh, what is this? Oh, okay. Well, probably all right.
4: never listened to they're two, probably, that two they minutes They probably so haven't
2: push. listened to it at all, <laughs> yeah, but, but, so they see, your but they, they're
3: getting it up.
2: And <laughs> yeah. then, you know, then people that follow them see that they follow <coughs> oh, me. Oh, you follow and, this, huh? Yeah. And and yeah. so it it can build that way. I will say,
0: that is one thing that really does pique my curiosity is when somebody follows me. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. you're, you know, trying to. Yeah get me to buy your sex video, but
2: yeah, um, <laughs> just there's, get me to, There's plenty of that on, like, Twitter that are, like, message requests. And, yeah, yeah, right. And it's, like, Hey darling, you know blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm like, no. We yeah. get a
4: lot of emails also, like, oh, we can boost your numbers on your podcast. Just give yeah. us five hundred dollars. That $500, uh,
2: yeah
0: podcast promotion Facebook page is the same mm-hmm. way. It's rife with people that are like, I'll post your link and I'll promote your podcast, and then you yeah. comment on the thing, and they're like, they'll message you directly and be like, okay, it's this much money, and I'm like, okay, but who are you?
2: Right. Exactly. Who are you?
0: And what evidence do I have that you're actually going to do this, or yeah, that, that you're any good successful. at it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> any of this? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Nothing. You have no credentials whatsoever. All right. See ya. Like or they could be a thousand followers in India that are making up accounts right. The, and right. Yeah. Just exactly. That. And that's the other followers thing. followers overnight. Oh know.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty, plenty, yeah. plenty of that.
4: Yeah. Those just bot farms that just you know pump yeah. out numbers left and right. Yeah. All right. Well, we're back on the podcast
0: subject again, but (laughs) uh, it is we're almost at two hours. So something to wrap this up that you want to get out there, some kind of usually like some kind of message to like if you could tell everybody one thing.
2: Just like like any, like a life thing. Like a sentence, like a piece of
0: life advice, like a. Just
1: a
2: little blurb.
0: Like a, yeah. Something.
2: I would have to say, be true to yourself. That would be my thing. Like, find that. Find that path. I mean, I've been telling you that since you were a kid. I know. Find that thing that you absolutely love doing and find a way to make money doing it.
3: Your own
0: yeah, but it. if it was really that secret, you wouldn't have heard about it. Would yeah. you?
3: I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs>